0: I am breathing love and harmony into my heart and mind. I allow my mind to soften. I allow my body to soften. I allow my heart to soften. I am safe. I am willing to let my guard down. I allow myself to enter a space of deep surrender and trust. I respect myself. I cherish myself. And I love myself. I am definitely a little nervous right now. (laughs) It's been some time. And I'm grateful to be here now in this space. (sighs) I have been going through an identity crisis that's the truth. You see. I have talked myself out of recording so many episodes. Out of publishing so many episodes. Because I told myself that. Nobody would listen to that. Would you listen to that? You don't even listen to that. <laughs> I told myself that. I didn't know what to say. I told myself I didn't have anything to say. And that is the opposite of truth. And if y'all hear that bass downstairs, yes, that's my neighbors. And I want to talk to y'all about that, but not right now. <laughs> um Oh. The other day, I was um I was led to this I'm I don't want to call it a sermon, but a snippet of a sermon um the pastor is Darius Daniels I think his church is called Change he honestly changes the name of his church probably once a year I'm not gonna lie because when I was watching the sermon he referred to them as evolution so maybe they're just constantly evolving so we're gonna I don't know what the name of his church is I'm not gonna lie back in 2018-19 it was called Change as of 2022 it's beyond me um, and he was talking about identity crisis and it caught my, I don't know what, I mean, but ain't that how it go? You don't know what led you there, but you know, you was led there. So it, it caught my eye because though I didn't know what he was going to talk about, I had a feeling he was going to talk about something I needed to hear, which he did. And I want to talk, I want to share it with y'all because when I come on here and I speak my truth, it helps me. Just as much as it helps you, if not more. And this is something that's very important to me. And a part of getting out of this identity crisis is me speaking my truth, which is why I created this space. Which is why I have friends like Kat, like Bessie, Javi, Takara. People that are, like, encouraging me. People that have helped me get here. You know what I'm saying? Because they believe in me. So, girl, believe in your motherfucking self. And that's what I'm here to speak on today. Not just for you, but for myself. I do this for me. I do this so I know that what I'm saying is important. When I publish an episode, I, I I build trust within myself. My bond with myself grows stronger. Grows stronger. And that's what's important here. So his first point when he started was, well, he started with how far you go and how much you grow is not just defined by what God thinks about you. It is equally impacted by what you think about you. I have to read it one more time. (laughs) How far you go and how much you grow is not just defined by what God thinks about you. It is equally impacted but by what you think about you. And that is so fucking true. And I want to say this. So, if you know me personally, for if you've known me for a while, I'm going to say at least five years, you would know that I did identify as Christian once upon a time. Um, and I don't anymore. Um, and I will elaborate. So, I don't identify as Christian anymore because I don't believe that um hmm. i don't believe that i'm put on this earth to serve a to serve god that's the truth whatever god means to you so now with that being said i do believe in a higher being yes however the way christians seem to depict god is something i don't believe in anymore when And I'm going to speak on what the Christian God looks like to me. Because like I said, so I was in church. I'm going to say, I was indoctrinated as a newborn. (laughs) You know, you can't really teach a newborn like who God is, but that's exactly my point. That's exactly my point. I was in church from the time my mom gave birth to me because she was there before me. You feel me? She was there since... She was indoctrinated too, simple. My grandma was indoctrinated. So it just happened through generations, and I was born into that. So I was in ministries when I was five, four. I was in the choir. I was My daycare was at church. My preschool was at church. I have pictures of me graduating preschool, but I was graduating from church. Like, my entire life was spent in church. I'm going to say from the time I was born to probably the time I was about, 14. I'm gonna say by the time I was in like by the time I moved to Linderwall, which was I was in seventh grade, it kind of started to die down. Like um Yeah, it started to die down, so I wasn't spending as much time in there, but I definitely was still spending Sundays and Wednesdays. Believe you that, believe you me. So anyway, the the Christian God to me looks like a man who sits high and looks low and he judges me and he doesn't like when I do anything human um because all my life I am aspiring to be like him the goal is to be like him and that's my problem because I went through really dark periods in my life. And this is, I'm going I'm to bring it back to this. So I'm going to tell you how this is different through past episodes, y'all. Because I wrote this shit down and I sat with this for a few days. I didn't do this on a whim. You feel me? So I know the points that I'm going to make and I'm going to get back to them. You have my word. Um, What was I saying though? <laughs> yeah, I went through dark periods in my life. And the one that sticks out the most to me was when I was in middle school. I was going to Linda Middle. And I remember I just, I had no sense of identity. I... Around that time was when I realized when I came, yeah, when I realized I liked girls I'm going to say girls because she wasn't a new woman. She was actually one of my homegirls. She lived in my complex. And I had a really big crush on her. She was just so pretty, so beautiful. I We were so similar. Um, But now that I'm older, I mean, what really is a crush? Do you know what I'm saying? What What was that? What was that about? We don't really know because I'm 21 now. I can't tell you what 13-year-old, 14-year-old Tanea was thinking. I don't remember. So... But what I will say is this, I remember I, during that time, I was self-harming, like I would cause myself physical harm, um, I wasn't eating, I remember I lost, I went down two pant sizes, um, in between my seventh year, my seventh grade year and my eighth grade year. And granted, I went down two sizes because I was outside playing football with my friends every day. Don't get me wrong. But I also wasn't eating. Like, I spent that summer on pretzels and apple juice. My mom will tell you. Like, it was a really dark time. And in them times, it doesn't matter what dark time in my life we're referring to, I don't remember feeling like the the warmth of the God that I have served my whole life. I didn't feel that presence that I needed to feel. And I spent a lot of time throughout my life trying to figure out, like, who is God? to. Actually, no, that's a lie. I didn't because I was just going based off what my grandma had said, what the church was saying, what the Bible was saying. So I thought God was supposed to look to me how it looked to them. So all in all, I don't identify as a Christian now because when I picture the divine being that is, I don't picture that that white man. And before y'all say who said he was white, let's be fucking for real. Let's be for real. We all know that the Christian God is a white man, and that's not that's not my God, y'all. It's nothing against the whites. It's that's just not my God. Simple. I. That's just not it. So. Back to how far you go and how much you grow is not just defined by what God thinks about you. It's equally impacted by what you think about you. You damn right. It's not defined by what the white man think about me because who is that? Now, am I saying there is no God? Hell no. Hell no. There is definitely something bigger than you and I. We wouldn't be here. Let's be for real. Let's be honest with each other. What I'm saying is, is that Based off this statement alone, when I identified as Christian, I only thought about what God thought about me. I always felt bad because I was always sinning, especially when I was a kid. Like, I'll, come on, we, if you know me, if you have known me, you know what I was like when I was young. I was probably would defining it as a tyrant. Not me. I was misunderstood. You know what I mean? However, I spent every day sinning it up. So I just already came to the conclusion, like, damn, I'm going to hell. And I spent a lot of times, like, I got, quote unquote, saved. I went through the process of salvation over four times. And that should have been a red flag to the adults around me. Because I kept thinking I needed to get saved again because I was afraid of hell. I spent in my entire childhood afraid of hell. And, bro, this statement says to me, take God out of it, right? How far you go and how much you grow is impacted by what you think about you. Do you get what I'm saying? I made that correlation. And if you're thinking, damn, this is so opinionated. Damn, this is nayspace. Oh, you wasn't ready for that. For real, this is definitely my opinion. And that's that's something I believe. But we're going to get into, I'm going to elaborate more as we go. So, let me tell you this, how I see it. Because I still read the Bible. My phone is actually sitting on top of the Bible, as is my notebook. Um, but I change words around. And I'm going to tell you why. And then maybe I'm going to get you a for instance. Let's see. Um... Mm-mm. Damn, we're gonna use John three sixteen. Thank you for giving me that, Ashe. Damn, I don't even need to go there. So John three sixteen says, "For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life." Now let me break this shit down to you before we continue on. So the way I see it is God, the father, when I'm reading the Bible, I scratch that out and I replace God or father with me. When I see the son or Jesus, I scratch that and I replace that with my inner child because we all have that. Okay. We all have, when I say inner child, for those of you who don't know, I mean the version of myself that was five, the version of myself that was four, the version of myself that was eight. That is who I'm talking about. We also have an inner teenager, the version of me that was 17, the version of me that was 15. She's very much real. Those, Those versions of you don't dissipate. They are still you. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's how I view Jesus as my inner child. And when I see the Holy Spirit i view that as my higher self so pause when you're like oh today what's a higher self as a think as above so below if there's a version of me right here right now you better believe there's a version of me up there like a tether kind of like the movie what's the movie with the people and every killing everybody and they were at a carnival and she switched places through a mirror this is getting deep as hell. I'm literally, bro. What the fuck is that? called us? Is that called us with the black with Lupita Nyong'o with the black people? Either way, it's a tether. You feel me? So that's what I mean when I say the higher self, the version of me that's not here, the version of me that's not human, my soul, higher self. So if you want to take John three sixteen, for God so loved the world, the world being your this experience. So for I love my, for God so loved the world. For I so loved my experience that I gave my only begotten son, my inner child. I gave my inner child. That's like opening up your heart, because that's where this is get. This might be getting too deep for y'all. I don't know, but if you following me, if you get it, it's for you. That I opened up my heart. For whosoever believeth in him, in my inner child, in me, shall not perish, but have everlasting life. Now, when they say perish, uh, when perish means death. So death, even if you want to look at death in the tarot aspect, death doesn't mean like necessarily physically dying, which is how the Christians interpret it. They interpret it as if you believe in Jesus, you won't go to hell. How I see that verse continuous belief in yourself is how you will thrive in this world. I gave my 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 inner child. I opened up my heart so that if I believe in myself, I won't die. I will continue to thrive and have everlasting life. Do you get what I'm saying? I will continue to grow, continue to Do you are you following me right now? So, boom. That's what I mean when I say I replace I replace words in the Bible. So boom. That Mr. Dr. the pastor Darius Daniel said, you will always behave in a way that's consistent with how you think of yourself. That is 1000% the fucking truth, bro. Always the truth and that's where cognitive dissonance can come in and i want to tell you about cognitive dissonance before i get this you know what i mean get this party started even though it's been started for almost 20 minutes so i'm looking up the actual definition y'all just stay right there cognitive dissonance the state of having inconsistent thoughts beliefs or attitudes especially as relating to behavioral decisions and attitude change. So I want to give you a, for instance. Oh, here's a, for instance. What? Y'all heard that? Hell no. So. Hmm. They have such good examples right here on Google. That's so nice. This one that's sticking out to me is this little girl. So cognitive dissonance would be her believing that liars are bad people, but then thinking to herself, but I just lied. And so the dissonance should be so cognitive. I feel like that has to do with the mind. Is that correct? Is that correct? This is how I actually spend my everyday life. Whenever there's a word that I don't like necessarily understand fully, I always like research it right then and there dissonance lack of harmony among among musical notes attention or clash resulting from the combination of two disharmonious or unsuitable elements yes so dissonance is like a bad harmony that's what's up cognitive i feel like like it has to do with your mind cognitive relating to cognition exactly Bitch, how you gonna use the word to define the word? Okay, cognition. The mental action, period. It's all I need to see mental action. The mental action or process of acquiring knowledge and understanding through thought, experience, and the senses. Cognition is defined as the mental action or process of acquiring knowledge cognitive dissonance i'm gonna tell you what it means to me because i just use the little girl we could take my podcast for example if there's one day where i'm like oh i want to get on there and i want to say this and then immediately myself is like uh you know throwing me doubt and then i go along with the doubt and i don't do it later on i start to feel really bad that i didn't do it because in my heart that's what i wanted to do but i went against what i wanted to do You feel what I'm saying? So my behavior was consistent with the way that I thought of myself. So when I don't, when I tend to not record episodes, the thought that usually goes through my mind is like, I don't have anything to say. And once I thought that and I believed it, my behavior showed it. And I haven't recorded episodes since August. Do you get what I'm saying? So then he went to speak on about Proverbs 23, 7, which is kind of confusing me though, because, okay, he said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Man in the Bible refers to the entire human race. But that is also how you know, that is also how you know, bro, that the Christians are off in a way. I'm just going to be real. I'm just, I can't be anything but who I am and who I am is the truth. You feel me? Y'all niggas is off. Y'all read it from a Bible, the King James Version, written by a gay white man, and the gay isn't the, now before y'all try to pick that apart, we all know what I like, be fucking for real, y'all, so anyway, y'all read it from a Bible written by a gay white man, when they refer to the entire human race as men, and you think that Bible's for you? Why would you ever think that? But anyway, I digress. Proverbs 23, 7, right here. Oh, wait. This Ecclesiastes, girl. Act like, like, no. 23, 7 says, well, you have to start at verse 6. Do not eat the bread of a man who is stingy. Do not desire his delicacies. For he is like the one who was inwardly calculating. Damn! Bro, this Bible really be fucking spitting i don't know like who wrote this okay what well, you before you try to chew me up like i said he went and he changed words so i go and i change words you feel me i i change words to better understand it because not for nothing some of this shit really don't make sense like when it says proverbs twenty three thirteen, do not withhold discipline from a child if you strike him with a rod he will not die bitch are you dumb a rod will hold, definitely kill a child. Like what is wrong with you? And this is the bro. <laughs> bro. That's what I'm saying. You have to you have to switch words in here or you will read you will really be reading nonsense. That's the truth. Because do you know what a rod is? Research what a rod is and then actually sit and think, should I hit my kid with that? But let me tell you I bet you majority of them Christians be whooping the fuck out their kids and then justifying it with the Bible instead of just saying, yes, I'm abusive. You know what I mean? But we're not going to get into that right now. But just know that if you whoop your kid, you're an abuser, bro. I don't care how you try to justify it. So on to the next. So when he said, you will always behave in a way that is consistent when you think of yourself, it got me to thinking that your ego isn't speaking your truth. It's speaking its truth. So what's my ego today? Because I know how people define the ego today. So ego, I wish. So have y'all ever heard of the show Naruto? Now, let me tell y'all, I just started watching Naruto this year, like literally in January. But, actually, I feel like I only watched maybe three episodes in January. So, I really didn't start it again until... Damn, like, June? So, I went through the entire original Naruto. And now, I'm watching Naruto Shippuden. Bro! This, bro. Oh, my toes are curled, bro. My eyes are about to water this show. <sighs> I can't even explain what it does to me emotionally. I really can't. It's so many twists and turns. So many things always make sense. Like it's such a beautiful show. I really suggest you should watch it. It's on Hulu. Um, get you a motherfucking account and watch you some Naruto, bitch. Because you will not, you will not regret it. It's the first anime I've ever seen in my life. And Devante, be trying to say, oh, but you've watched The Boondocks. Actually, I haven't. And y'all are like, yes, I have never watched the boondocks. I mean, I watched like a few episodes, but y'all, I grew up sheltered. Did y'all not hear me say I was Christian? Do you think I was watching the boondocks in a Christian home where in this house we serve the Lord? Are you fucking shitting me? No, we wasn't. So this is my first anime. <laughs> so Naruto season five. Now, this is Naruto Shippuden. Keep in mind, not the original. Naruto Shippuden Season Five Episode Two Hundred and Forty Five. I kind of wanted to tell y'all what's gonna happen. Oh, that! What if y'all never saw it? If you never saw it, I'm still gonna t- I'm still gonna tell you, and I'm gonna tell you only because if let's say you start the show today, you start the original Naruto, you will not get to the episode that I'm talking about until January. So, bro, you'll forget all about this. I would have been had other episodes by then. So, I'm gonna tell y'all. In this episode, Naruto was on this island, and what is he doing there? He's there to train. Um, He's there to meet an octopus. I'm not going to get into the details. He's there to meet an octopus and to train. So before the octopus can train him, he said, sit at this waterfall. You will meet your true self. And once you, like, I don't know if he said defeat or whatever the word was. Once you, like, come to terms with your true self, you feel me, we can progress. So, hold on y'all. I need a little sip of water. This is getting crazy as hell. I gotta go to the hardware stores two thirteen mm, I'm drinking lime, lime mint, lime, lime, lime. Why the fuck did it just sound like I wasn't saying that word lime? lime i don't y'all Devonte is always saying i talk weird so now when i say things i be hearing it like am i saying it weird i'm drinking lime mint seltzer water in it fucking bang get y'all some seltzer water especially you you i'm gonna say you bitches but that's not what i want to call you people people that say they don't like to drink water if you don't like to drink water drink seltzer water for real like and people tend to say Cause I was one of them like, oh, that's nasty because you're expecting it tastes like soda because it's bubbly, but don't expect it to taste like bubbly water. But the cool part is all the fucking flavors. And for you wine drinkers out there, I like to mix seltzer water with wine. And so it's not all flat and stuff, or you can mix it with liquor, like whatever, just go crazy, but make sure you drink some, some fucking water. You know what I mean? Drink your water. Yes, I am a part of healthy, loving, safe relationships. I love y'all. So he's sitting at the waterfall and he meets. He's like, all he hears is this voice that's like saying negative things like, you're not a hero. The village doesn't love you. And he's like, reveal yourself. And out comes himself. And the version of him that comes out, though, his eyes are, like, black with red pupils. Like, they don't look exactly the same. They look very, very similar. So, excuse me. Mm-hmm, excuse me. So, when he comes out, the the version of himself that comes out is just talking, like, speaking in pain i'm gonna say not not the cadence he doesn't sound like he's in pain but he's speaking out of his pain he's telling naruto like um because as of as of that episode naruto's village views him as a hero so they all look up to him they asked him for an autograph and he was like why couldn't you give those people an autograph and he was telling because you know you're not a hero basically so naruto tries to oh in order the um Yeah, and then the shadow, I'm going to call him Shadow Naruto. Shadow Naruto kept saying, like, you don't deserve respect. You're not going to get respect from them. They'll never respect you. They'll never love you. That's all he was saying. So when I was hearing that and seeing that it was Naruto, that reminded me of myself. Because Naruto kept trying to fight him. He kept trying to use multi shadow clone jutsu, and before you're like, "What's that, bitch?" Watch the original Naruto. Simple. I'm not going. I'm not going to tell you. Go watch it. He he tried every trick that he had to fight this dude, and every time Naruto will fight him, he will Shadow Naruto will fight back with the same exact strength because Shadow Naruto is Naruto. Do you get what I'm saying? They're one and the same. So it took Naruto a little bit, but then he got it. And then we're gonna come, we're gonna put a pin in that because I'm gonna continue on with what Darius Daniels was saying, but then I'm gonna correlate it back to Shadow Naruto. So stay with me, please. So Darius Daniels mentioned um, the role of the snake in Genesis. So I know we've all heard the story of Adam and Eve and. God put them in this garden, and he said, don't eat from this one tree, the the tree of knowledge of good and evil, don't eat from there, or you shall die, or something like that, I don't know, <laughs> maybe he didn't say that, but he said something like that, so... Darius Daniels, yeah, uh, mentioned the role of the snake in Genesis, saying the snake is significant because you wouldn't be surprised to see a snake in the garden. And that got me thinking about how the ego shows up. And so the ego, you can liken that to Shadow Naruto. The ego is you. You feel me? But the ego is also accumulation of all the traumas that you've been through that you didn't really get through. Ah. (laughs) So the shadow is what protects you in a sense but it don't really protect you at all so i guess that kind of confused you there so the shadow shows up at least i'm gonna speak for myself as a voice in my mind that sounds like me which again what did i say about shadow naruto he looked like him he sounded like him it feeds me thoughts that sounds like mine um and those are the thoughts that's like why would you record an episode today you're not you don't have nothing to say Why would you record an episode? What are you going to say? Tell me right now what you're going to say. And then I'll be like, damn, what am I going to say? And now here I am not recording an episode. Uh, Excuse me. The shadow shows up when you're in any any situation with another person and it may be something that you didn't quite understand but your shadow's like what the fuck did she just say and now you're snapping do you get what i'm saying that's how that's how sly the shadow is that's how how quick it happens and what does that sound like to the christians like if you were a christian what would that sound like if you're not saying the devil right now i don't know why you're so lost but yes the devil the so and that's also another reason why i don't uh what's the word Why I don't... Ooh, I have a chill. What's the word? Why I don't... I'm pointing to myself. I can't think of the word that I've said 20 times already. But it's cool. Um... I'm going to just say that's why I don't call myself a Christian because I don't like that they give all their power out to different entities that's not them. They give all the glory to God, all the bullshit to the devil. It's never, you never take accountability for anything. If anytime you do something that you deem wrong, you blame it on the devil. And anytime you do something where you receive praise... Or you receive, like, glory, which is not a bad thing. But they give all the, quote-unquote, praise, the glory, and the honor to God. So, what are you? You're just nothing. You're just a fucking vessel. I don't know. But we're not going to get into that right now, I guess. We probably are, because obviously I feel very passionate about that. Anyway. But that's how the ego shows up. And that's what happened with Naruto. And what he did to, I'm going to say, defeat the ego Was when Shadow Naruto started running towards him to punch him. And it was going to be a hard punch. I saw his arm was cocked all the way back. Naruto embraced him and just hugged him. And he was like, thank you for being there. Thank you. Um, But we don't need to be like this anymore. And that part had me like, it did something to my heart. Because that is how you fight back. When you say thank you, but we don't we don't have to protect ourselves anymore. Thank you for doing your best, and but we're safe now. That's an important thing because the ego, how can you say, Shadow Naruto was only full of hatred because he was full of pain. And that's what I wanna like. That's we could talk about that when we talk about my dark periods where I refer to it, it was just like a really black time it just felt like everything was just like black corduroys that are cute as hell I love me some black corduroys. actually it wasn't cute so it was just like just blackness darkness and it was so such a dark time for me because I was feeling so much pain I had experienced all of these things at such an early time in my life and I was never taught where to put it all you know what I'm saying? So I just stored it inside of myself and it turned me hard. And now at 21, how I fight back is I fill myself up with love. I meet myself halfway and I fill myself with love in whatever way that looks like to me. And today it looks like recording this. So... An identity crisis, when you have those times... Where you feel like, where am I right now? Or how did I get here? Why am I so lost? I don't don't feel pretty. I don't feel handsome. I don't feel worthy. I don't feel like I have anything important to say. You tell yourself, self, I love you. Self, I thank you. Because I know we went through some really hard times. And I know you didn't feel protected i know i didn't protect you i know mommy didn't protect you but i'm here now and i'll protect you and you stand up for yourself and i when i say stand up i don't mean like getting into altercations because that's what is that we're like we're adults that shit is not cute i'm not gonna lie what i mean is you assert yourself You you have confidence in yourself. Now, don't get arrogant because arrogance is still like, well, what's up with that? You know what I mean? But definitely be confident in yourself. Definitely believe like Tanea, you have an important message to give the world. You know what I'm saying? I'll be having to look myself in the mirror, be like, girl, do you know who you are? And sometimes the answer is no, but then I'll remind myself right then and there who I am. You are the gift. And do you see how, in telling myself I'm the gift, what does that sound like? What was the gift to the world? Jesus. Do you get what I'm saying? But Jesus, I believe Jesus was a real man for sure. But the way the Bible depicts him as someone that never sinned, I don't believe that for a goddamn minute. I'm sure Jesus was getting bitches. Let's be for real. He was getting ladies. He had the ladies. If there was a man like Jesus right now, bro, please, everybody would love him. There was literally Michael Jackson. (laughs) But seriously, though, seriously, like, the way to come back from an identity crisis is to speak life in yourself so you will behave in a way that's consistent with what you think of yourself right now i'm behaving in a way that's consistent with what i think about myself and what i think about myself is i'm important as fuck you know what i'm saying what i believe of myself is that i went through the things that i went through in my life because it gave me a story to tell it gave me instructions it gave me it showed me it was an example and now at 21 I don't go through such hard things anymore and I'm grateful for that and that's because I put my foot down when I realized that somewhere ain't for me that somebody in this room don't have my best interest at heart you know what I do I'm up out of that room when I was a kid I didn't always have that option because sometimes that person lived in my house when I was a kid. You know what? Kids really have limited power, I'll say, physically. Men, I guess you could say mentally, but they're not dumb. think a kid is dumb. But, and that's why, as people, we got to protect the babies. I know it's not what we be talking about. I'm just saying that I have so many things to say. But show love to yourself. And I know I say that in every episode and that's so super important. And it may seem like common sense. Pause. But I'm looking up common sense right now because you can't tell me that shit's real. Common sense. There's no definition for it. Hold up. Common sense. Good sense and sound judgment in practical matters. So now, let's define the word common. What, bitch? I said define common. Common. Occurring, found, or done often prevalent. Shared by, coming from, or done by more than one. Common. Occurring, found, occurring, found, or done often. What? Common sense. Common Common would be the adjective, right? Right. Let's define sense. Sense. A feeling that something is the case. Common. Common. Found. Done often. Occurring. What I don't get, this is how I feel about common sense, cause that don't even make any sense. If common sense was real, why aren't kids born already knowing? That's how I. That's how I view it. It don't matter. You could take anything. You could take personal hygiene. You could take hugs. Uh, Actually, no, you can't say hugs. But you could take personal hygiene. You could take um, eating. You could take how to eat. How to drink out of a straw. If that was common sense, children wouldn't need parents, right? That's pretty deep. I don't know, but common sense ain't too common if you ask me. So that's why I'm going to keep reminding y'all to show love to yourself. And I hope that you will remind me. Because there are definitely times where I don't feel the love for myself. That's why I do what I can to remind myself. I do. I show love to myself, however that looks to me. And you wanna know what love like to me is? A clean kitchen, okay? That's love. Love to me is playing with my bubble gun outside. Love to me is jumping rope, and drinking boba, and spending Devante's money. Love to me is. brushing my teeth love to me is doing a retwist love to me is watering my plant what love to me is feeding my girls rubbing their bellies the toy. love to me is making something to eat love to me is coloring in my coloring book Love looks like so many different things to me. It's just feeling taken care of. That's what love is to me. Love to me is not going places where I feel uncomfortable. Love to me is not being around people who make me feel uncomfortable. People where I don't feel like I can be myself. Love to me is only entering rooms where I can be who I am that's love love to me is not having to dim my light not having to dumb down my words not having to not having to have conversations i don't want to have love is not holding back my opinion love looks like so many different things to me I also want to tell you that all these things are things I had to learn about myself. And I'm still learning about what love is like to me. Tai Ty, is such a beautiful baby girl. Did you know cats share like over 20,000 genomes with humans? Do you know what genomes are? Basically, genomes make up DNA. So we share so much DNA with cats, bro like that's why their paws and their arms are the way that they are because they share the same like what's it called i'm gonna hold on stay right here i wrote it down what's that called where did i write that down where's that word Um, where's that god darn word I don't know but basically it's like five bones or five I'm gonna say five y'all I'm not a doctor five I'm gonna say five sections of bones feel me that's like your fingers that's like your fingertips above your knuckle and then no fingers below your knuckle that's one and two then there's like your hand to your wrist that's three then there's your wrist to your elbow four your elbow to your shoulder five cats share a similar like structure to us as well as bats and whales we're all related somehow isn't that fucking cool bro and you want to say that there's no being, that there's no being to create these things specifically, you think that's just by chance? How? How are our bones by chance, bro? Like, be fucking for real. How do we have an asshole by chance to get this shit out of us? There's no way. Ain't that right, Tar? Ma'am, I need mean, you to stop licking yourself on my bed, for real. Boundaries, Tar. But just such a cutie. Chitara, ma'am thank to a minimum thank you thank y'all for joining me though. this Chitara. I, bro. every time i say her name i'd be forgetting what her middle name is i need to write it down because i honestly make it up every time i call her every time i say her name i make up a different middle name because i don't think she really cares i'm not gonna lie cheetah ma'am bro what the hell like this is cat's problem they don't understand all right y'all right I'm just glad I got to be here with you I'm excited I feel like I'm talking to a friend I haven't spoken to in years but shout out to the homies man shout out to Javi and Kat and like Bessie and Takara shout out to May Shout out to my mama. Shout out to all the people that I love that I didn't name. It's all love. I'm only one person. But I love y'all, though. And I'll talk to you next time.